Hey guys, I'm Carrie. And I'm Courtney. And this is Bloom Podcast. Welcome back to another episode. Today yes. we have a special guest. Yes. Madison Patterson. Yes. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we actually, or I guess Courtney and Madison were friends a long time ago. Yes. Recently reconnected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we're happy to have you on today. I'm Do you excited. want to tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Yeah. So I'm Madison. I am 25 and I'm married. I have been married for two years now. That's crazy. Yeah, it's wow. already been two years. I know it's insane. We've actually been together for five. So wow. Seems like I'm a lot longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have three dogs together. And they're so cute. Yes, they're the best. I have a golden doodle, a labradoodle, and a lab. And awesome. they're like literally the best dogs ever. They're so cute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That gives me so much hope because I'm going to have three dogs now. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. I actually thought about Madison yeah. when you said you were getting your dog yeah. because I know you were a little bit worried about having three. Yeah. So it's three. manageable. It is manageable. Okay. And 100%. you were a little bit worried about having three big large dogs. dogs. Oh, mine are huge. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, well, Madison does it. And so I knew. Yeah, you're going to be fine, I promise. I'm super excited. (laughs) I'm excited for you. Three is amazing. I know, so, so exciting. So, what do we, do we want to talk about our weeks? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, for sure. Okay. I can go ahead and get us started. Um, My highlight and low light this week is just that Archie is getting so big. Mm -hmm. It makes me want to cry. I almost cry a little every time I see him because (laughs) I swear he doesn't look like a baby anymore. No, he doesn't. And he's only just going to get bigger and bigger. Yeah. Um, But something really cute. So I think we've talked about or mentioned before that he likes to sleep on his back. Mm -hmm. But... Like, I like to hold him mm-hmm. and have him like a baby, like on his back. He won't do that with anyone else except for me. Oh, like, that's Logan so sweet. was like, he won't let me hold him like that. But yesterday I was holding him like that and he fell asleep in my arms and he just slept like that for hours. I love it. It's that's like, so cute. Mom has the magic touch. Mm-hmm, for so sure. It's super that's sweet. Cute. He's getting way too big, way too fast. So. I'm just sad. A little mama's boy. Yes, mm-hmm. he is. Mm-hmm. And I'm so sad. I don't want him to grow up. I wish I could just, like, keep him a baby forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us about your week, Madison. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, my highlight, um, we actually take care of my nephew, Pax. Mm-hmm. And yes. he is six, for those that don't know. And we, he's so funny. Yes. He, oh, my gosh. He's hilarious. He's literally the funniest kid. <laughs> he says, bruh. All the time. Uh-uh. He's yeah, a little gamer so awesome. boy. He's a gamer boy. So, he, it. yeah. He's got the little gamer slang. So, <laughs> we took him to Dave & Buster's, actually, oh, yesterday. And it was so much fun. I oh, bet he loved that. He did. Oh, my goodness. He ran my legs off. He had the time of his life. That's awesome. Yes, He's so great. cute. So that was my highlight. Um, and my low light, I will briefly mention, is endometriosis pain. So mm. that's going to be the low light. Yes. But I'll talk more about that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yes, for sure. No, Pax is so fun. The first He's time so I met him, he would not say anything else but bruh. 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 Yeah. He's like, bruh. Yeah. <laughs> Madison was like, this is Courtney. Bruh. Bruh. Yeah. That's hilarious. Did you have fun today? Bruh. Yeah. He still does that. He is literally the funniest kid I've ever met. He kind of likes me, though, because yeah. we bonded over Fortnite. Yes, he is a he Fortnite, Fortnite kid. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so And cool. I'm a Fortnite girl, so yeah. Yeah. We kind of bonded over it, and mm-hmm. the last time I was over here, he was in his room playing Fortnite, yes. mm-hmm. and he was like, Hey, come here. Like, we were moving stuff yes. or getting yeah. stuff ready. We mm-hmm. were doing a balloon garland mm-hmm. for a photo shoot she did, and we were walking back and forth. Mm-hmm. And he like grabbed me. He was like, "Hey, come here!" And so I walked in his room, and he's like, "Look!" And he was showing me like all his oh, Fortnite skins and stuff. <laughs> oh my so goodness! Awesome. I was like, "I want him over." He has so many skins. 
Really? <laughs> oh my goodness. He's obsessed. Mm-hmm. Obsessed. That's awesome. Yes. That's so great. Um, so I saw my friend this weekend. I went to Rome to see my friend. Fine. For the first time since she's been living there. Can you believe that? Oh my goodness. I haven't seen her place yet. Really? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. First time I've seen her place. And also today, this is Sunday, I'm getting my puppy. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, I'm so ready. I'm so nervous. I told Tyler earlier, I was like, I'm so nervous to have him because Tyler's still gone this week. Oh, goodness. And so I'm going to be alone be and fun. trying to crate train. Oh. Maybe it'll be as e- yeah. easy as Archie's been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Archie has been the most well, well-adjusted super, dog. Super easy to crate yeah. train. Yeah. And so I'm hoping that he's like Baron in that way because mm-hmm. he I, he already reminds me so much of Baron. It's like so crazy. Sweet. But I'm ex- I'm super excited. Do you want to tell the name or are you going to wait? <gasps> yes, I will tell the name. His name is Boston. Oh, I love it so much. <laughs> I do too. Uh, a it little boss forever, dog. A little boss dog. Yeah, I, I know. It, so much. it took me forever to actually decide on it, but now mm-hmm. that I have, I'm like so obsessed with it. It's cute. I yeah, love that name. I do love it. I'm super excited. Okay. Favorite product, Courtney? Mine is the Diversity Bible Highlighters. I got them off Amazon, and I got the earthy, um, like, color palette. Mm -hmm. I'm obsessed. They're so aesthetically pleasing. They really are. And so, I have a really pretty Bible that I'm obsessed with. I have several, but my favorite Bible, it came from... The Daily Grace Company mm-hmm. on um, online. They have an Instagram and stuff. They actually have a podcast as well. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. But they have beautiful Bibles. And so I have probably the most beautiful Bible I've ever seen. And I'm obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. And I've wanted to write in it because it's a journaling Bible. And so I've wanted to highlight and write mm-hmm. in it and take notes and stuff. But you want it to be pretty. Yes. And I was a little bit worried because I was like, I don't want something to bleed through the pages. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. I mean... I know it's a Bible and, you know, you do whatever you want mm-hmm. with it, but I want it to look nice. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I got these highlighters. They don't bleed. They're like gel highlighters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've used similar ones mm-hmm. before. They weren't like the earthy tones that you have. Yeah. But they work really well. Yeah. I love them. And they have like a pastel color, um, range and just some other ones too, but they're great. They come from Amazon and they don't bleed. And they're That's just so nice. easy to use, and mm-hmm. they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed. That's, nice. That's awesome. What about you? My favorite is the Hydra Jug. I actually have it sitting here. Yay! Next to me. Oh, it's cute. I have a code. If it's... y'all want to put it in the yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, I love them. Is that the aluminum one? Yes. The, yeah. So um, that's the like stainless. More he- stainless. Mm-hmm. More heavy yep. duty. It's cute. And it stays cold. So that's that's my whole reservation behind the Hydra Jug. Yes. The other Hydra mm-hmm. Jug because I love yep. my water cold. Yeah. And well, they have a lot. Mm-hmm. They, they have plastic. Yeah. They have glass, and they have stainless. I have Ooh. glass too. I love. I feel like I would break it, but I love it. No, it comes in a protective cover. Oh, that's yeah, nice. like a silicone. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep, and it's really that's nice. Cool. But this one's the stainless, and it's the black leopard. Oh my gosh, I just it's love so it so pretty. much. And it had enough water for the day. Yes, absolutely. I drink one of these, and I have my water for the day. That's so. cool. That's how how large is it? Uh, this one's a half gallon. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love yeah. it. No, you need the um, black leopard loopy to match yes, your black leopard. I, I have a loopy, but it's um, obviously falling apart. I'm missing Aww. my actual loop. So, but yeah. yeah. That's awesome. I yeah, love that. We'll definitely it. leave your coat, or do you yeah. want to tell the listeners? I stuff? don't know what it is. I'll just okay. send it to you. <laughs> I tried to look it up earlier and I was like, I don't remember, but I'll send it to you. We will put it in the link of the episode, and then when we share our products later yeah. this week, we will also yes. put the code there. Yeah. Um, so my favorite product, I actually got a new lip balm. I know this is very boring, but, um, it's the Summer Fridays lip balm, lip butter balm, and it's the shade Poppy. 
It's like a corally reddish color, but it's Mm -hmm. very like muted and you can, you can wear it as a lip balm or you can Mm -hmm. put it on like a gloss. It's very glossy Mm -hmm. and you better not have been using it. I have not. (laughs) She left left it last week and I I have not touched it. It is still like right where you left it. Perfect. I was tempted. It's very, but I didn't. I love it so much and it keeps your lips all hydrated and soft. So it's perfect. Sounds like it. You've been watching or watching anything? Um, I haven't, well, I haven't really been watching anything. I've more just been putting things on and leaving them in the background. Mm -hmm. But I have been reading my Bible a lot lately, and I decided to start a Bible study because a a few years back, around the time when I got my Bible, Mm -hmm. the Daily Grace Co., they had a, like, 50% off everything sale. Yeah. And so Carrie and I bought a bunch of Bible studies, and we were like, oh, we We can do these together. (laughs) We bought, like, every one of them the same, I think. Yeah, we bought all the same ones. And I just never really touched them. Like, I kind of packed them away because I was moving so much, and they Mm -hmm. just got packed away. I never picked them up. And the other day, I was like, you know, I want to start some sort of Bible study. And so I went and picked um, through them. And the one I ended up grabbing, it's called All is Well, Walking Away from Anxiety and Into God's Word. And it's actually, I believe, 50% off on their website right now. So if you're interested in it, you can... You can go and pick it up there, and I believe it is still on sale. But I've really enjoyed it so far. I'm on week two, day two, I think, and it's been really helpful to me. I was talking to Logan about it today because I've really enjoyed everything that I'm learning through the study, Mm -hmm. but I will say I'm having a hard time still applying it Mm -hmm. when I start to feel, like, anxious and worried, Mm -hmm. but... You know, I'm still working on it. That will and, come time. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm still going through the study. So, yeah, yeah. you know, hopefully by the end of it, I'll be better at, like, putting it to use. Right. But I've really enjoyed everything I've read and learned so far, and it's been really helpful. So, if you're in the market for a Bible study, this one is great, and I highly recommend. Awesome. Uh, what about you? I have been reading and watching. Nice. <laughs> you're better than us. Yeah. Well, I say reading very lightly because I've only read maybe a couple chapters in the last week, but that's okay. It's still reading. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So for reading, I've been reading Every Summer After by Carly Fortune. I think I've seen that everywhere. Yeah. Um, I didn't know much about it. Apparently, it's like the summer I turned pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like that. Oh, cool. I loved that show. I don't know much about it yet. I'm only like three chapters in, so I can't really tell much, but mm-hmm. it's okay so far. Mm-hmm. And for watching, I watch Supernatural. I have been okay. deep into Supernatural. Like, I need so to watch that. I've never deep. watched it. I've heard good things. I haven't things. either, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's got 15 seasons. Nice. Oh, wow. wow. That's yes. a lot. That's a big it's commitment. A That's like Grey's Anatomy yeah. level. Mm-hmm. Are they oh, yeah, long episodes? Yeah, they're long episodes on Netflix. Wow. Very nice. Um, I think they finished filming in like 2019, so like it okay, ends so pretty new okay but it starts it's kind of hard to watch because it's like you know the old mm-hmm. tv look too and mm-hmm. it's kind of like oh gosh i don't want to go back i want to go further <laughs> you know but um i'm on season eight wow wow that's awesome. yeah so i've been like really watching it yeah but i love it it's really nice that's awesome mm-hmm. i need to check that out yeah. yeah it's good um, I haven't been reading, shocker. Um, I did watch a new show, or I started a new show the other day, The Lincoln Lawyer on um, Oh, Netflix. I've heard good things. I've heard great things. Everybody's been recommending it to me, and so I decided to watch it, and I've watched two episodes. I will say the acting is, like, not the greatest. Uh. And I don't know anybody that's in the show. Like, I'm not familiar with any of the okay. actors or actresses. But it's not, it's not awful. Like, right. it's bearable. 
Um, but it's good so far, and I'm intrigued. Okay. I mean, I'll probably continue it. Yeah. <laughs> it's only got like ten episodes, yeah. so oh, yeah, not a big commitment. Yeah. I think right. there is going to be a season two, but you know how I like to watch shows that only have like Rock. one season because yes. <laughs> I cannot make huge commitments. Yeah. But um, we'll see. I'll see, be. I like a big commitment. Me too. I want something that has a lot of seasons, mm-hmm. so I can continue. I used watching. to be like that, but I think it makes me anxious to think that there's so much and like what if I stop watching it I did that with Breaking Bad even though Breaking Bad only has like what six seasons something like that yeah I like got to season four and I was like I'm tired of this see (laughs) I I don't like episodes like shows that have just one season like Jenny and Georgia Mm -hmm. I have been so mad that they haven't released season two yet I know and I'm like I want closure I want to know it's coming soon Mm -hmm. right I have no idea you know you had sent me something that said September uh-huh. And I'm hopeful that that's going to happen, but I've been looking up everything that's coming to Netflix in September. And it's not there. Oh. <laughs> so I don't know if it's coming in September, but I'm ready for Jenny Sad. and Georgia season two. Yeah, me too. I want to see it so bad. I'm obsessed. Yeah. But I don't think it's happening anytime soon. <sighs> A lot of things I've seen have said late this year, early next mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. And I do mm-hmm. not think I can wait until February. Yeah. Like that's two like years Mm-mm. for Stranger Things. Oh my gosh, don't even remind me. Oh my gosh, I want to cry. I'm so mad. Me too. Literally, it's 2024. Yes. Yeah. 2024? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. And and the last season released, or the last part of the last season was like July. Mm -hmm. I think it was July 1st. Uh Uh-huh. And Which I haven't watched any of Stranger oh Things. You, you have to, to watch it. Yes, I know. My niece to wants me it. to watch it so bad. And I've been it's telling so her, I'm like, yeah. Addison, I'm going to watch it soon. I promise. It's but so you need to watch it before soon. I'll watch it with you. I will rewatch it. Mm-hmm. I promise. It's so good. It's so good. Okay. So before we get into the episode, we always ask our listeners yes. some questions. Yes. <laughs> so we have three questions to ask you and then we'll... We'll kind of go, I guess we can just kind of go through it, like, as she answers, because, mm-hmm. you know, y'all are not new here. Y'all have heard us do this a couple of times Yeah. Now. Madison, you probably knew I this was coming. Yes, I did. <laughs> she has been a fan since day one, yes. episode one, yes. so. Yep. Back when we were heard, baby, baby yes. podcasters. So, your favorite color and why? Okay, I have thought about this, because okay. I knew y'all were going to ask, and I love black, but I'm not going to go with black, because okay. black is just, you know. I don't want people to see me. It's like <laughs> dark. dark and sad. My sister's favorite color was yellow. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with yellow okay. because it's a happy color. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It was her favorite color, mm-hmm. and I just love it so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you want to tell why? Do you or do we want to do it at the end? We'll do it at the end then. Yeah. Okay. And your favorite animal and why? My favorite animal is a sloth, and I know that sounds weird. I love it. I love it so much. They are so relaxed. Mm-hmm. They just like <laughs> hang out. They go with the flow. I'm not like that. So I have to have somebody else like that yeah. around me, you know. And I feel like that would be the perfect pet for me because they're just that kind would of be there. awesome. Wouldn't mm-hmm. have a sloth. Right. Literally, uh-huh. you wouldn't wouldn't have to be in a hurry for anything. Nothing. Yeah, they're just there. <laughs> okay. And your favorite part of nature and why? Okay, I'm not a big nature girl. Oh no. I'm not. <laughs> I don't like bugs. I, I don't, don't like being hot outside. <laughs> oh my goodness. This one's hard. Uh-huh. But I'm going to have to say, oh my goodness, I'm going to have to steal your answer. I'm going to have to say wildflowers just because that's not literally the only thing that I think I like about nature. Uh-huh. 
Okay. <laughs> Any other reasons why? Um, well, it's just pretty great yeah. for a photographer. Oh, yes. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's probably the main reason why. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then other than that, I just don't like anything else about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's awesome. Okay. So, a favorite color and why I loved your answer, um, yellow. And, you know, that's kind of how you mm-hmm. see yourself. And um, I definitely agree. Like, I feel like you you give <laughs> off the color yellow. Those are the vibes I get. Yeah. Like, you always seem so happy and, oh and everything like that. Um, and really, like, as long as I've known you, mm-hmm. I feel like you've kind of been that color. Yeah, that's awesome. And then favorite animal and why I love this um, because that's like what you want in a partner. And it's Briar. 100%. It is Briar. Hundred percent. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. He's it, just there. Yeah, definitely yeah. Briar. He's he seems so chill he all is the time. So chill. I've only met him like yeah. once, but he was just yeah. like so laid back and chill yeah. and never in a rush. Always just there. You know. Perfect. Always happy. Yeah, y'all compliment yeah. each other really well. Yeah, I'm very top A, and he's very like, well, what happened? What happens? So I'm like, no, that needs to happen tomorrow, like at this time. And he's like, it's not going to happen that way. And then favorite part of nature and why is kind of how you see God. Mm-hmm. And um, so I love that wildflowers are kind of like that. Yeah, like everywhere. Mm-hmm. 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 Perfect, perfect. I love those questions. Okay, so before we get into the episode, we Mm -hmm. do want to put a little disclaimer here um, and some trigger warnings for what we're going to be talking about today. Mm -hmm. Um, Madison is going to be sharing a lot of personal things about her journey with infertility, Mm -hmm. um, endometriosis. There's going to be talks of loss and And grieving. Am I missing anything? I think that just yeah. a lot of yeah. like deep conversation. Yeah. So yeah. definitely, if this is not something that you want to listen to or is something that's going to be triggering for you, feel free to click off now. Yes, of and course. Hopefully, you enjoyed the first part of the episode. Yeah. Yes. Um, but I guess now we can get into the episode, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. So first thing, we we kind of know a little bit about you, but yeah. let's. Go through like a day in the life of Madison. Yes. (laughs) A day in the life of Madison Patterson. Yes. Okay. So we will pick a busy day. Yes. um, One where I have lots of sessions and lots of editing because honestly, any other day I'm just sitting on the couch watching Supernatural. So (laughs) we'll be a little more interesting than that. Yeah. So usually I'm an early riser. Yes. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) Courtney knows that because I text her at 6 30 every morning. Wow. (laughs) And I'm the same way. I'm always up early. So every time. Um, We're the same in that we always wake up early and Um, go to sleep early. Yes, Mm -hmm. every time. So I'll wake up about 6 30 ish um, on a day that I have my nephew. I get him ready for school, take him down to school. We do breakfast before we go, all Mm -hmm. of that stuff. Oh, sorry. It's okay. Just whack your computer. It's okay. It's vintage. It's fun. Yeah, very vintage. (laughs) Um, Then I come back and I ride my Peloton. Nice. Oh, Peloton yes. bike, okay. yes. We haven't talked much no, about your Peloton. No, we have not talked much about my Peloton. Do you like it? I love my Peloton. Okay. Yeah, very, it's worth the money, 100%. Awesome. Absolutely love it. Ride it. Um, I usually try to do that like three-ish times a week. Uh-huh. Um, sometimes more, sometimes not at all, you know, just how yeah, I'm feeling. Exactly. Um, then I do lunch for myself while I'm waiting to get him. And about that time is when I start to edit mm-hmm. my pictures. That is a very long process. Oh, I bet. Very long. Yeah. So I spend most of my days doing that. Um, if I have a newborn, I come out here into my studio, which is where we're at right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. So I love cute. it so much. So cute. And I get everything set up for them. You know, my sessions usually last about an hour to three hours for mm-hmm. newborns. So that's typically what I like to do the most mm-hmm. of. And then go pick packs up, come back, 
we play for a little bit, um, we do supper, get in the bath, go to bed. And in between, I'm entertaining my dogs and feeding <laughs> them and, you know, just living the life. That's for awesome. sure. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so tell us a little bit more about Honey and June. So if y'all don't know Madison's photography business, it's called Honey and June Photography. Yep. She's mm-hmm. on Instagram, Facebook, all mm-hmm. of the above. Mm-hmm. So go check her out. Yeah. She takes we'll beautiful leave the pictures. Links below. She may have taken some pictures for us. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> um, but I'd love to hear a little bit about how you started Honey and June and what Honey and June means to you. Okay. So I actually, I don't know if you remember this, Courtney. Um, I've done pictures in 2015 mm-hmm. for a very short minute before I went into college. And mm-hmm. I've always loved it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I would actually went with another photographer around town and done a wedding with her. Mm-hmm. That kind of inspired me. And I just kept doing it for a little bit. And then I got into nursing school done that stayed busy got a job stayed busy mm-hmm. but my dad actually got sick um this time last year mm-hmm. he got worse I would say um so I left nursing for a little bit and I wanted to do something that was going to fill my time but in a joyful way mm-hmm. and I've done this after my dad had already passed and everything which I'll talk about that more in a little bit too but mm-hmm. Um, photography is just always something that's been so special to me because I have lost so many people in my life. Again, I will talk about that. Um, but the only thing that I can think of that I regret is not having enough pictures with them. Yeah. And at the end of the day, that's all you're going to have left of somebody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, I guess I could start that. And Honey and June, the name, um, I just love the name Honey. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love it so much. I actually wanted to name our daughter that when we had a little girl, but Briar said no. So I was like, fine, I'll just use it. I I do too. He was like, no, I do not like that name for a daughter. And I was like, okay, um, that hurts my feelings. (laughs) Um, And then June, that's actually my grandmother's name. And it's actually the month that Briar was born. That's cute. So it's very special. And Lane was born in June, too. So very special month for me. So that's the name. That's how I got started. Mm -hmm. I'm still kicking. I'm staying pretty busy, actually. So I I love that, that. though. Mm -hmm. And what's funny is... When you and I first became friends, we took pictures all, all the, the time. time. Really? Yes. We have yes. So, it's so funny. We'll send pictures back and forth because we have so yes. many pictures from when we like were so close we'll back have in the to day. Let you post one on the yeah. Instagram. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We would take pictures all the yeah. time. We would go to the park and have photo shoots. That's hilarious. And like two thousand eleven. Yeah. <laughs> it really was. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. It was so funny. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think it's so cool that you've started doing that because yeah. I remember we were always taking always. pictures. Yeah, I've always loved it. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we, you just mentioned, you know, mm-hmm. that about your dad and yep. um, also about your sister earlier. Mm-hmm. So do you want to talk a little bit about um, what it was like losing two people very close to you in such a short yeah. amount of time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I actually lost three. Oh, three. okay. Yes, my grandmother actually. Oh, right. Right in the center. Oh, so wow. it was April 2018 when I lost my sister um, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but it was a tragic car accident. Um, and she was only 28 years old. Mm-hmm. So that happened then. Um, a few months later, I lost my grandmother. Um, it was actually, I think, Christmas Eve, around Christmas Eve wow, um, that same year. So only a few months. Um, and then I recently, this year, January, the end of January, I lost my dad. Mm-hmm. 
and it has been an emotional roller coaster to yeah, say the least. Right. I feel like life kind of hit me all at once in the last five years. Yeah, um, right. I've lost a lot of people. I've lost more people than that. Actually, mm-hmm. I've lost a lot of Briar's family members. Mm-hmm. Um, his grandfather and his great grandmother that I was also obviously close with yeah. after five years of being right. him. But mm-hmm. um, it's hard. It's mm-hmm. definitely, oh my goodness, I don't even know how to describe the feeling of losing so many people in such a short period of time. It's right. almost like your life is just being like sucked out of you. I don't know, I can't really like put an actual word on it. Yeah. Unless you've been through like losing so many people tragically yeah. at once, it's kind of like you don't understand. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah, almost right. like you're living outside of your body if right. I could that's how I feel anyway so I don't want to speak for everybody else but that's how I feel yeah right yeah um a little bit like just just to follow up on that mm-hmm. um I know that you mentioned you know you you work from home mm-hmm. so how has that been like working from home mm-hmm. and being alone the majority of the time right all the time yeah all mm-hmm. the time and then also dealing with that yeah. and grieving on yeah. your own. <laughs> That's actually been very hard for me. So before I left the nursing world, obviously I worked, I think, 40 hours a week. Mm-hmm. Um, I was doing call shifts. I was staying busy. Right. Um, my husband works 7 to 3 every day. So now I'm home from 7 to 3 every day by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really hard, especially making the transition from like a work environment, fast paced mm-hmm. nursing, you know, using my brain all day, every right, day, right. to nothing, mm-hmm. except for, like, editing every now and then, which you can only edit so much. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. I mean, basically mm-hmm. doing nothing the rest of the day. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I have dealt with major depression anxiety. Mm-hmm. I have been diagnosed by several different doctors. I'm on medication now, but it started out... Um, I want to say October of last year mm-hmm. is when it got really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I had major health anxiety. Oh, wow. Okay. That's when everything started kind of like going downhill for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was because I lost my sister in such a tragic way and she was so young. Um, I think that's kind of what triggered it for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was having panic attacks thinking like, oh my gosh, I've got something wrong with me. I'm going to die. Oh, wow. Um, and it would just, like, I would spiral. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was in a really bad state. Didn't want to get out of bed. Didn't want to go anywhere. Wouldn't put makeup on. And mm-hmm. I was, like, a makeup lover. Yeah. Like, yeah. all through high school. And I knew something was wrong. So I went, got put on some medication. And I'm doing better. I'm doing a lot better Good. these days. Yeah. But I tried to limit my time being alone. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I know my husband's going to be gone for a long period of time, I try to go do something else or I'm talking to Courtney or I'm talking to my other friend Madison. Mm-hmm. Like I'm always trying to keep myself busy. Yeah. Right. Because sitting still is not good for my brain. Yeah. I don't think it's good for anyone, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of times when we start to get in these dark places, we tend, I don't want to speak for everybody, but a lot mm-hmm. of people tend to isolate themselves. Oh, yeah. I become like a recluse. Yep. Me yeah. too. And you know, it's, it's so hard to break out of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that, you know, you have me and Madison yeah. and people that you can kind of go to in those times when mm-hmm. you kind of recognize, like, hey, I don't really need to be alone. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And just, like, you know, knowing that something was off and something, you know, was definitely going on on a deeper level mm-hmm. and then taking the step to, like, make sure that you were right. okay and you yeah. were going to be better, mm-hmm. that I applaud you for that. Mm-hmm. 100%. Um, do you want to ask the next question? So tell us 
what has helped you through the grieving process? And I know grief is a beast and it's oh, something yeah. that you it battle. Comes in waves. Yeah, mm-hmm. it definitely comes in waves mm-hmm. and it's something that, you know, there's no timeline no, there's on not. grief. Um, so tell us a little bit about how that process has been for you and what you found that's helpful in that. Oh, goodness. Um, so honestly, I haven't found anything super helpful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's been almost five years since I lost my sister. And that was like the major hit for me. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like when I want to start my depression and grief and anxiety and stuff. I want to start it around that because that was the biggest hit, the biggest yeah. life-changing, right. unexpected event that happened to mm-hmm. me. Um, so the first year was really bad. Um, You can ask my husband. We just literally just talked about this yesterday. Um, It was terrible. Um, Would not get out of bed. Mm -hmm. I was being mean to everybody around me. I lost all my friends in the process because I was being very, I don't want to say like aggressive, but I was just like kind of snappy, I guess, Mm -hmm. with them. Um, Didn't want to go do anything. I didn't want anybody coming over. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I'd lost my best friend. Yeah. Right. So that was the whole year. Um, no medication, no help, nothing. And it was very bad. Yeah. Um, my husband said that there were days that he like, did not know if I was going to make it wow. because he was like seeing me wither away. I might cry. I might cry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, he was like basically watching me wither away wow. in front of his eyes because he felt like I had no purpose anymore because that was my sister and my best friend. Mm -hmm. So after a year, um, that was about the time that I was graduating nursing school. So I was going through nursing school, being depressed. They tried several different medications. They didn't work for me, um, had really bad side effects. You know, Mm -hmm. it was just kind of like this long train. And I was like, well, you know, maybe when I get a job, things will be better. Mm -hmm. So got a job. Things were all right for a little bit. Um, Then I got you know, got another job and things were great and I loved it there. Then when my dad died, obviously. So I went several years without being medicated. Mm-hmm. Um, and that time, I think staying busy, keeping my body moving. Um, I've done a lot of walking. Anytime that I would get super anxious or start feeling the grief kind of like roll over me, mm-hmm. i just get up and walk. Mm-hmm. Didn't matter if yeah. I was at work. Didn't matter if I was here at home. i just get up and walk. Mm-hmm. Like, I just need five minutes. Right. And so I've done that for a while, and it helped a lot. Um, but really, I think allowing yourself to be sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's oh, absolutely. the number one thing for me. Um, and like you said, Carrie, you know, comes in waves um, very often. Mm-hmm. Especially, I mean, obviously, almost five years. And I'm still, like, wake up some days, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, my sister's gone. Yeah. And it hits me all over again. It's like, oh, my goodness. Like, it feels like it just happened yesterday. So I just try to, you know, allow myself the time to feel what I'm feeling. Yeah. And I don't let anybody else mess with that. If somebody yeah. is like, you don't deserve to be sad. Like, it happened five years ago. Mm-mm. No, do not. No. Just sit there and cry. If you need to cry, get in the shower and cry. I love mm-hmm. a good shower cry. Yeah. Right. I have a good shower cry once too. a week. Absolutely. <laughs> I love a shower cry. Yeah, a shower cry is so good. I mean, just do what you have to do to survive. Yeah. 
I mean, that's literally it. At the end of the day, just do what you have to do to survive. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I love how you mentioned, like, getting out, like, or, like, taking a walk. Mm -hmm. Because that has been something that recently has been the only thing that Mm -hmm. I've noticed that actually makes a huge difference with my anxiety and Mm -hmm. depression. Yeah. And I notice a huge change when I don't do those things that I know that I need. Like, it's important to listen to your body. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're feeling overwhelmed in the moment or whatever, like, go outside, take a walk. Mm -hmm. Or I just, I literally go outside for, like, five minutes during my work day. Yeah, I do. Because I'm like... I'm getting vitamin D. I'm, you know, I'm mm-hmm. releasing all the serotonin because I'm in the sun, and yeah. yeah, and then and I can thaw out because it's cold in my office, yeah. and then yeah. I go back inside and I get back to it, you know, yeah. like so. I think it's just important that you know yeah. you have to take listen. time for yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. take yeah. time for yourself yeah. for sure. I do too. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to talk, uh, or I wanted you to talk a little bit about Briar because mm-hmm. I know y'all met and then. Mm-hmm. Shortly after, I mean, y'all had been together for how long when oh, your sister passed? I think three or four months. It wasn't long at all. So, yeah, wow. he um, very soon after. Yeah, and he had actually bless him. He has been through so much too. I feel so bad for him. Y'all are gonna have to get him on the podcast. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Y'all are gonna have to because he he has so much to talk about, and he knows a little bit about everything and like a lot about nothing. You know? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> he lost his dad oh. a year almost to the month of my sister so he was still kind of newly going through it himself and then he had met my sister been around her for a couple months seen me and my sister were so close you know that Mm -hmm. like we were inseparable we went everywhere together and um talked every day like if I wasn't at her house I was on FaceTime with her like it was an all the time thing and he got to see that bond for a very short period, and then we lost her. And I just have to, like, basically kneel down to him because he stayed with me through the whole entire thing. Mm-hmm. He never got angry with me. He never threatened to leave. He mm-hmm. never did leave. I mean, he stayed, and he took care of me, and he watched me go through the very, probably the worst thing that I'm ever, ever going to go through. And he stuck by me, and he's still here, and we're married and living a good life now. So, so just awesome. have to, I have to be thankful for him because I feel like at the end of the day, he's what saved me. Yes. Oh, that's yeah. sweet. Yeah. That's so that. important to, it's so good that you have someone that can like truly be there for you and yeah. like be your rock, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And when you feel like you cannot yeah. do it anymore, like mm-hmm. they're almost there to just carry you through yeah. it. Yeah. And I say that all the time. Like, if it wasn't for Briar, I wouldn't be here today. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I feel like, God kind of placed him oh, in your yeah. life at just the right moment mm-hmm. because he knew that you were going to need yeah. it. Going through yep. some, so oh, yeah, many things. 100%. I believe that 100%. For sure. Okay, so um, I think now, you know, we would like to kind of talk more about infertility. Yep. Um, you have recently been diagnosed with endometriosis. Mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. want to talk about that yeah. a little bit and yeah. what's been going on um in your world for the kind of talk about yeah. like when y'all decided to start trying kind of when the you, whole process yeah yeah okay start from the beginning very beginning yes. Yes. okay so if we're going to take it all the way back I've always wanted to be a mom mm-hmm. I've always wanted to be a mom mm-hmm. and I think it was September of 2020 So we had gotten married in April of 2020, and that's kind of when my dad started getting worse. Like, Mm -hmm. we noticed, like, oh, my goodness, we might not have that much time left with him. And I was like, I want him to see me as a mom. Mm -hmm. And so September of 2020, we were like, okay, we're going to start trying. We're 
not going to prevent it. You know, if anything happens, it happens. We're not going to be like crazy about it, but we're going to start trying to have a baby. Yes. So November comes around and I was like, oh my goodness, I feel like really tired. I feel like I should just take a test. And it was very faint positive. So that was my first pregnancy. And um, I think a couple days after my positive pregnancy test, I started having some cramps, like back cramps, um, some light stomach cramps, um, and a little bit of like achiness, I guess. Like Mm -hmm. I kind of knew like my body was trying to tell me something. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the next day I started having miscarriage. So that was miscarriage number one. And that happened on, I think it was Black Friday. Um, was when I miscarried. Um, So I started feeling bad on Thanksgiving. And then on Black Friday, I started the miscarriage process. So that was the first miscarriage. Um, They call it a chemical pregnancy. That's basically a miscarriage before six weeks. Okay. um, Before you would get to a doctor's office, basically. Right. So that was the first one. Um, Took a couple months off of that, um, off of trying, basically, because we were sad and I was like, Oh my goodness, I don't know. Like, should we jump back into it or should we just wait a little bit? And my doctor was like, well, you need to wait like at least a month. Mm -hmm. So we waited more than a month. We waited a few months. Um, started trying again and I never noticed anything. I was like, well, I'm not getting pregnant. Like what's happening. Mm -hmm. So the most recent pregnancy that I had, um, that was a shock and like the farthest along that I've been so far was, actually after my dad passed um I'd been feeling tired and I was getting nauseous when I was in the car when I was driving and I was um taking naps in the middle of the day and I'm not a napper so Mm -hmm. I knew like something was wrong and I was like super like super positive pregnant like digital pregnancy tests showing pregnant and like lines popping up within seconds so um we were really excited and we were thinking that I was probably about five weeks at Mm -hmm. that point um if I had to, if it was, like, calculated right. Right. And then a few days later, I think it was, um, that was the very beginning of February. Mm-hmm. And a couple weeks later, it was Valentine's Day when I miscarried. Oh. Yeah. So, um, kind of been in that little lineup there. Um, haven't tried any medications or anything. Um, a doctor had prescribed me Clomid. Mm-hmm. But I didn't, something was just telling me not to take it. And I'm really glad that I did it after my doctor's appointment. Um, mm-hmm. I went and I went to a fertility specialist in Chattanooga, which is, she's amazing. Um, and she told me, like, she's going to run all these tests on me. She's mm-hmm. like, well, a lot of it's probably going to come back normal, you know, whatever. If not, then we'll fix it. Um, so they done blood work Mm -hmm. and, um, I had a low vitamin D. My vitamin D was 14. Girl. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was 14. Um, I told Briar, I was like, I might not even be depressed. It might just be my vitamin D low. (laughs) (laughs) It was so low. Um, so she fixed that. She put me on some medicine for that. Mm -hmm. Um, and then she done, um, a bunch of other tests. My thyroid was good. Um, Mm -hmm. what else was it? Um, I think I know I do have the blood clot disorder the anti-phospholipid wow Mm -hmm. so that means that I'm going to be on blood thinners for my whole pregnancy so wow when she said as soon as I conceive next time she wants me on them 
Um, and then I also carry the MTHFR gene. I think that's how you say it. And basically my body doesn't produce fol- folic acid, folate. Wow. So wow. I'm going to have to take double the amount of an average woman. Wow. Goodness. And I also was diagnosed with stage four endometriosis via ultrasound, which is basically not doable unless you have endometriomas on your ovaries. And I have three. Wow. So, yeah, <laughs> basically I got hit all at once oh, with all, of, sure. yeah, all of the like crazy everything. stuff. So. But it's honestly so crazy and so good that you mm-hmm. found them and started working with them because, oh, yeah. you know, I know folate is like so important it for is. pregnancies mm-hmm. and everything. And so I think, you know, I'm glad that you're learning all of these things mm-hmm. and right. being able to do things about these now yeah. because... Mm-hmm. Goodness, that's a lot. It's a lot. So I literally got slapped in the face with all of the information. Like multiple times. Like Oh, yeah. Every time I went to the doctor, it was like, oh, there's something new about you. Here you go. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember, um, you know, we kind of talked mm-hmm. about it around when you went to the doctor. And I remember, I think the first visit went pretty well. And it then mm-hmm. as things started to sprinkle in, it felt like every mm-hmm. single day. It was something new. It was something new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every single yep. day you were being hit with new news. Every and then every single day. visit, it was something mm-hmm. new. So it's a lot. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a lot. How so. have you kind of processed those things? Because that's a lot to go through, you know. For Yeah, it is. Um, I was really sad. Um, mainly about the endometriosis right. thing. Because I had no idea. And now I have stage four. It's like what the heck? Like, I had no idea that I even had this right. disease. This, mm-hmm. apparently, it's a chronic illness. There's, like, a right. lots of ways to, to describe it. Um, but I think that knowing that it is fixable in some ways. It's not curable. Right. Um, but I can have the surgery to remove the cysts on my ovaries. Um, they can give me medications to kind of keep my symptoms at bay mm-hmm. and keep cysts from growing. Right. Um, eventually, I am going to have to have a hysterectomy, which is sad. So I need to, me and Briar have been sitting down talking about how many kids we actually want right. because that's going to be the only thing to keep it away is if I just get everything, you know, taken yeah. out, which is sad. I never wanted to do that, but I feel like part of me kind of always knew. I think my body's always trying to tell me that I've had right. endometriosis. Like, mm-hmm. I think that that's why I've been thinking these things. Like, I don't want to have to do this. I don't want to have to do that. But it's my body's way of it. Like, oh, you're going to have to see so better. Like, get used to it now, you know? Right. Um, so I think that was the hardest. Right. The mm-hmm. hardest thing for me. Though. I know you mentioned having a lot of, like, health-related mm-hmm. anxiety a few years ago. Do you yeah. feel like that was, in a way, like, your body trying to tell you that there was something mm-hmm. there? Yeah, I think so. Um which I didn't think that it was anything like that. I was thinking that it was like right. the C word or like something yeah, like right. terribly wrong. Right. Um, but which endometriosis is not right. is not easy. Right. Um, the pain has been unbearable since I found out. I think she kind of aggravated it when she went in there with ultrasound. Um, the pain and the bloated. Oh my goodness! I look like I'm six months pregnant most days. I can't even wear my favorite jeans anywhere oh because gosh. I'm just so bloated all the time. But I just know that at the end of the day, one way or another, there is going to be a baby Patterson. Mm-hmm. Whether we have to adopt or do IVF or we can conceive naturally, it doesn't matter. There is going to be a baby Patterson. So I love how you're so yeah. positive and you're <laughs> great. Like. Oh, that's so, new. You should ask me what you do. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. No, it's well, been. Um, one day we were talking about it, and mm-hmm. I was telling you, mm-hmm. I was like, I feel like 
for things like this to happen, you have to truly believe that something is oh, going yeah. to happen. Mm-hmm. And so I love. I think your that's outfit. what you mentioned on last week's podcast yeah. when you were saying yeah. that you told you somebody did. that it was me. Yeah. <laughs> it was me. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. So funny. I forgot that I mentioned that yeah, last week. Did, but, yeah, but yeah, yeah, that was who I was talking yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, it was me. So I kind of wanted to touch on the like the health related anxiety mm-hmm. as well. Do you find that you know your medications and everything that you're doing right now is kind of keeping that at bay? Oh yeah, 100%. or okay, yeah, because it was really bad. Like I would get um, this was a specific day that I remember, and I had to drive from my house to my husband's work. Because I was having a panic attack so bad. I was in my bathroom. I was changing. And I was just standing there. Picking out clothes. And my heart rate went from. I want to say like 80 to like 140. And I was just standing there. And I started panicking. And I was like oh my gosh. Like what if this is a tumor? Or what if this is that? And like what if my body's trying to tell me that I'm going to die tomorrow? Like. I was going through all of these thoughts in my head and like I was driving to his work and my heart rate was just spiking, like staying up in like 150s Goodness. and like I was like, oh my gosh, I'm having a panic attack. I can't mm-hmm. breathe. Everything's mm-hmm. spinning, like tunnel vision. And I was like, I don't know what to do. Wow. And that's when I went and got on the medicines and I've noticed a big difference. There's still some days where I'm like, oh, and blood clots, which funny because I have antiphospholipid, which is a blood clot disorder. I was having um, really bad, like, thoughts of, oh, my gosh, I have a blood clot in my leg. Like, there's mm-hmm. a pain in my leg. I have a blood clot. It's going to travel to my lungs, and I'm going to die. Oh, wow. And I feel like it was my nurse brain was, like, overworking yes, because I um, wasn't in the hospital anymore, and I knew too much. Yes. Yeah. But um, the medicines helped Good. a lot. Good. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Being in the medical field is oh, kind yeah. of like a double-edged sword because um, you literally you know, know all much. of this, all these things. Mm-hmm. And you start having these symptoms or whatever, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, it is exacerbated every time you think about Mm -hmm. it. Because you're like, you know what could happen. Like this, this is happening to me right now. But this, 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 and this Mm -hmm. could happen next. And you I'm going to go into sepsis and I'm going to die. That's literally like every, every day. It used to be every day. It's not anymore, but. No, a few months ago. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh yes. You're going to tell the story. you know what I was going to talk about. (laughs) Um, so me and Madison were talking about wanting to go to the gym and stuff and we were going to do spin class. Yeah. We were like, we're going to go do the spin class. I remember the the conversation about the spin class. We were so, like, we were so excited at first about Mm -hmm. the spin class Mm -hmm. and we're like, yes, this is going to be great. Mm -hmm. And then, um, I don't even remember how it happened, but. I told you the day before I had done like a leg day, I think. Uh And there was this older gentleman in the gym and Mm -hmm. he was so nice and he was like, you better take it easy or you're going to like overwork your muscles and end up in the hospital like my friend. And I was like, "Hmm? what? What? What are you talking about? (laughs) Thank you. Thank you very much for that. And I was like, little do you know, I have health anxiety and now I'm going to think that I've got this. Uh Thank you very much. Um, Oh my gosh. But my sister's friend actually had that. What is it called? Um, Rhabdo. Yes. She had that. But she was a um, CrossFit girl. Oh Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Don't sign me up for that. Yeah. No. (laughs) Me either. Me either. So 
so we were like, oh, let's go to the cycling class. And then I'd seen a TikTok the yes. night before, and it was this girl, and she was like, I've done a cycling class, and now I have rhabdo. Oh, well, and I'm not I, doing cycling. That's what I told <laughs> Courtney. I was like, look, at this class, if they're not doing it today, it's, like, not meant to be. And we went in there, and they, like, weren't doing it. And yeah. I was like, we're never doing it again. Which we were so anxious about it, and <laughs> we were so like, funny. what yeah. if we, like, go and then get this? And I was pretty sore from a workout yeah. that I had done She that was week. like, oh, my gosh, do I have it? Like, I was <laughs> laying oh there, and my legs were hurting yeah. already, and I was like, do I have it? Yeah. And so I was kind of freaking out a little bit. Mm-hmm. We were both kind of freaking yeah, out. We were, we were like, really this freaking is out. Not going to be good. Mm-hmm. So it was like a little arm day. Yeah. Which thankfully they weren't even having the class. We yeah. had gone in and mm-hmm. we were looking Wait. at the spin mm-hmm. box and stuff, and then no, the instructor never showed up. Yeah. We were like, what? It's a sign. We go to the front desk. No, I'm not having it. And we were like, yep. Mm, it's a sign. We were going to get rhabdo mm-hmm. if we did that yep. class. So yep. it didn't happen. Yep. A little arm day and went on about our business. <laughs> and now I have a Peloton bike. And yeah. <laughs> so, the irony. Full circle. I did get kind of cracked up when you got the Peloton. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I thought about it every day after I got it. That's so funny. That's so funny. Okay. So, um. So you've talked about, you know, your infertility mm-hmm. and how it's been kind of going mm-hmm. on for the last two years, mm-hmm. you know, that you've done it. Um, what has motivated you to keep going, like to keep trying? I know that you want a baby, obviously, mm-hmm. yeah. but that can be so discouraging it can, like, yeah, yeah. to go. That's a long time to try for something and then it not happens. It is. Mm-hmm. It's a really long time. Um, I think most people try six months before their first successful pregnancy, right? Mm-hmm. Something, something like, like that. that. It's very short. It's under a year. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Most couples get pregnant within the first year of trying. Mm-hmm. I didn't read that statistic. Um, yes. So I'm not one of those. Um, it's very hard. But I think that the one thing that keeps me motivated is thinking about how good of a dad that Briar is going to be. Oh. I think that's, <laughs> that's it. So like, and hearing him talk about it, and now he's like, okay, I think I'm finally ready like to really have a baby. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're going to be the best dad ever. That's so I've awesome. seen him with a little baby. That's what yeah. keeps me motivated. Yeah. I think it's more about seeing him as a dad. Yeah. For mm-hmm. me. Well, yeah. seeing how he like interacts with packs oh and stuff. Goodness. I know yes. he's going to be such a good he dad is. because he's so good with packs. Literally, I could cry thinking about how good of a dad he's going to be. Mm-hmm. That's, That's awesome. Yeah, he's going to be a great dad. I love that. So tell us about, I know you've touched some yeah. on like your recent doctor visits. Tell us a little bit more about yeah. that and okay. kind of what's so the first visit, um, basically I just went in, it was a consultation and I was like, Hey, you know, we've been doing this. This is like everything that I've done to try to get pregnant. This is my health history. This is my husband's health history. This is how many miscarriages I've had, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Giving her all like the lowdown. Um, so basically she was like, okay, you know, we're going to get to the bottom of this. I am pretty optimistic that you're going to be able to get pregnant I want you to stay optimistic. And I was like, oh, that's easier said than done. You know, like you're sitting here telling me to be optimistic and I've been trying for two years. Mm -hmm. Um, So basically she was like, I'm going to do all these tests, done 10 vials of blood (laughs) on me. It was a lot. Yeah. And swabbed my cervix. She said that um, I could have a uterus that harbors bacteria to make it hard for me to get pregnant. I don't, thank goodness. Um, I didn't (laughs) test positive for any of that stuff that she tested me for. Um, But some of the blood work did come back kind of mm, borderline, which was the vitamin D, the antiphospholipid, the MTHFR gene. Mm -hmm. Um, So I do have all that. Um, And then the next appointment that I went to was my ultrasound appointment. And basically she just went up in there and... Mm -hmm. 
was looking around. She's like, mm-hmm. oh, your uterus looks great. It's healthy. It's the perfect size for your age. And she went to my right over and she was like, oh, my goodness. And I was wow. like, what? And she's like, this is a giant cyst. Like, it's called an endometrioma and it's grayed out and it's full of endometrial tissue and blood. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And she was like, it's huge. It was almost four centimeters. Wow. Goodness. Mm-hmm. Wow. And she was like, and you are not having any pain? And I was like, no. I didn't. I had no idea. And um, she said that I had four follicles on that side. And she was like, it's kind of weird because they want you to go on cycle day three. Um, so you're not supposed to have that. And she was like, it's almost like you're ovulating now, but you're wow. like in the very beginning of your cycle. Interesting. Um, yeah. So she said that was weird. And then that was a very low count for my age um, on one side. And then... My left side, she looked, and she was like, you have two endometriomas. Um, a lot smaller, not as big as the other one. The other one was, like, gigantic. Um, mm-hmm. And I had five follicles on that side. So, mm-hmm. altogether, I only had nine follicles, and I'm 25. I'm supposed to have way more than that. Wow. <laughs> so, Goodness. she was kind of concerned about that. But my um, ovarian reserve came back good. So, mm-hmm. it's just the endometriomas. Um mm-hmm. They're just taking up most of the room there for follicles to grow. Mm -hmm. And I do have to have surgery at some point to have those removed. Um, But she said that when I do that, that my ovarian reserve is going to go down. So my egg count is going to go down. Okay. And she was like, and that's probably not going to go back up. She's like, it's probably just going to like go down. You can just sit there and watch it. She's like, you can take your levels every week and just sit there and watch it go down. Goodness. So I'll have to do something to stimulate my eggs again yeah I don't know at least they can be stimulated (laughs) yeah exactly. well that's one of the unfortunate Mm -hmm. things about being female is that we do have a limited number of eggs as it is Mm -hmm. you know and you know unlike men who oh you know billions and billions at a time yeah (laughs) yeah and so unfortunately and it's what I didn't realize about pregnancy is that it's like there it's such a time thing. It is. Mm-hmm. Like, it really... Science. Because so many people mm-hmm. get pregnant unexpectedly, mm-hmm. but I had no idea that really things have to be just, like, perfect... Within three days. ...for mm-hmm. for someone to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. And so, it's just crazy how much goes into it, and also, it's just crazy that it's women have... It's not as easy as everybody... Mm-hmm. No, not at all. Says. I didn't realize that until I started mm-hmm. looking into it more, mm-hmm. and, like watching videos and hearing people's stories Mm -hmm. and like talking to you. I I didn't realize that it's not as easy as it seems for some Mm -hmm. people. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, this is kind of a neat question. I think that it is at least. Um, so I, I know from a medical standpoint that they tell you you have to wait a year before you can see anyone for infertility. Mm -hmm. Like it has to be a year at least. That's discouraging because Mm -hmm. Some people, like, they get married later on in life, and Mm -hmm. they're like, you know, the clock's ticking, Mm -hmm. I need to get pregnant now, or, you know, whatever, but you have to wait a certain amount of time. What would you, like, what is one thing that you would say to someone that's like you going through this, going through similar situations, it might not be exact, you Mm -hmm. know, infertility, what is one thing that you would want to say to them? Trust your gut, 100%. Mm -hmm. I had a feeling after my first chemical pregnancy, miscarriage, whatever you want to call it, that something was wrong. Yeah. And it took, I mean, how long, two years for me to go to a fertility specialist. I knew 
And that's what I don't understand is why they make you wait a year. Everybody's body's different. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have known about my endometriosis like yeah four years ago. Right. Because mm-hmm. it probably wouldn't be as bad as it is now. I could have maintained yeah. it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely trust your gut. And if you're unhappy with where you're at in your process, go to somebody that's going to take care of you no matter how far along you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. I yeah. like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, too. Do you want to ask this next question? <laughs> so tell us, like, what is next for you in the journey to Baby Patterson? Oh, this just makes me so happy. <laughs> so <you're> Baby <laughs> Patterson makes me so excited. Um, so I am going to have the surgery. I don't uh-huh. know when. Okay. Um, we've kind of been talking about it, but I think that we're going to go ahead, do the surgery first, mm-hmm. let my body kind of recover, and I think we've decided to do IVF. Okay. The chances for IVF and endometriosis stage four patients is a lot higher chance of pregnancy than everything, you know, else. Um, Mm -hmm. Especially being that my, it's not just on one ovary, you know, my Mm -hmm. endometrioma, it's on both. Right. Um, If it was only on one, probably wouldn't do IVF, probably would try naturally. But my ovarian reserve is going to go down, like I said. So I think that IVF is going to be the best for us mm-hmm. so we're going to do IVF and hopefully I guess he wants to pop out a little boy so oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah so we'll see I can't wait I know I'm I know we'll have to have you back on yes you have your little baby yes. <laughs> yeah because I feel like IVF is something that's not talked about a yeah. lot either mm-hmm. and I know IVF can be really really hard yes um yes. just because it's you go through a lot mm-hmm. during that process and so I'd definitely love to have you back to kind of talk course, about absolutely. that journey as well because For I think sure. you know I feel like all of these things are just things that women need to hear oh, about yeah. even if you're never going to struggle with infertility in your life I feel like it's mm-hmm. important to know these things mm-hmm. and so Yeah, I'd love to hear more about your journey in the future. Yes, for sure. And this was just a little small look at Madison's life. Yes. And we so appreciate you being on and being so open and sharing these things because Mm -hmm. not everyone would be willing to come on and talk to, you know, hundreds of people Mm -hmm. about their journey with this. So it's really, Mm -hmm. it's just great that Mm -hmm. you were able to do that for us today. And anybody can like reach out to me. And yes. talk to me personally if you need to. I think it's uh, Maddie Patterson on uh-huh. Instagram. So yes. I will answer any questions because I know I didn't get to answer a whole lot today. But yes. if you have any questions, I will answer them. For sure. And, or you can that. send them to us mm-hmm. and we can send yeah. them to her. Or everything will be linked for Madison. Yeah, yeah for sure. Her, all of her business stuff mm-hmm. and her you know social media links as well. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I guess that's all that we have yeah. today. It yeah. seems like a short episode, but <laughs> it does seem like we talked like, about so much. Yeah, yeah we really did. Yeah. And it was very deep. So mm-hmm. thank you guys so much yes. for listening. Thank you for always supporting us. And thank Madison. you, Madison, mm-hmm. for thank joining you. us. Of course. Yes. Anytime. And thank you for always supporting us. As yes. Well. yes. You're for like sure. literally one of our number one. You're up there, girl. Yes. You've been there since day one. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> we appreciate you for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, I guess that's all for today's episode. And we will see you guys next week. Bye, Bye guys. guys. <laughs>